imagine this. You're a tour leader for 40 women on a trek in a remote part of India. And then the world around you just comes to a complete halt. Those watching you see you fall, jerk, make strange sounds and go stiff. This is a possibility that Preeti faces every day. However, this doesn't stop her from doing what she loves, which is to travel both solo and leading tours and treks for other women. I'm Nanora, and you're listening to NRI Women, the show where we share wonderful stories of Indian women living across the world. And I'm Bettina. We're chatting today with Preeti Raman Vishwakarma, who was diagnosed with epilepsy age 15. Despite living with epilepsy, Preeti has built a career in travel, leading groups of women on trips across India and now the world. This travel venture, Kumanyon Road Trips, it was not in the not in my mind like since childhood that I would do something like that. But like I was always a kind of a kid who was like who wanted to work towards her passion. Because in school it is very monotonous to tell, you know, that I want to be a doctor, I want to be a lawyer, teacher, something like that. And during our time also it was it was a kind of a pressure, you know, like you have to be very good in your profession, like renowned one. But since my family was never like that so I was quite sure that you know I would follow my passion but I never knew that I have this epilepsy thing actually so when I was in my 10th standard I was preparing for my board exams and I got this attack like when I was suffering from malaria and suddenly it happened like you know my family also couldn't react because they never knew that you know how how to handle epilepsy when I got attacked my whole body was stiff it was so difficult for them to put me in the vehicle also because the whole body was so stiff I I couldn't move any of my body parts actually so they immediately hospitalized me and later on we removed all these reports and everything and doctors told us that you know it is epilepsy but he, he was not a neurosurgeon actually, he was a normal doctor so he couldn't specify and couldn't tell us in detail what kind of epilepsy and what kind of precaution we, sh- we should take in future. After the first significant attack, Preeti and her family left the hospital with no clear direction, no instructions on how to manage epilepsy or directing them to meet an epilepsy specialist. Preeti's parents chalked it up to black magic a commonly accepted belief for unforeseen adverse events in India. For Preeti, it was too drastic of a diagnosis. After all, she had never experienced any symptoms her whole life. This was only the first incident, and she was recovering from a bout of malaria and typhoid. All that changed seven years later, when Preeti had her next seizure. She completed her graduation and joined the corporate world. This time... The seizure came when she was on a work trip in a different city. I was in Delhi that time and uh, uh, there is no symptoms actually basically for epilepsy in my case. I was going for the airport to come back from Delhi to Mumbai and uh, suddenly, you know, I don't even remember what happened to me. One sir was there with me and he was explaining me that suddenly you started shouting and you're whole body was so stiff and I couldn't also understand so he just admitted me to Ames hospital basically and there also doctor gave me some medicines but uh, it was only for a time being actually so I had to meet a proper doctor after once I came back from Delhi to Mumbai actually. 
Epilepsy is one of the world's most common neurological disorder. Yet despite significant progress in treatment in India, the label of epilepsy is stigmatizing. Preeti had to find a way to manage it. But when she shared her diagnosis with family and friends, their first reaction was don't tell others. In India epilepsy is something you know many people have it. Even my own very close friend had it. and she did never ever told me because people feel that it's a shameful thing especially in the case of girls actually because when i told her on some i was just having a casual conversation with her and i told her you know what i'm suffering from this thing and then she told me you know i got the i, I was suffering from the same thing in my childhood and i recovered from epilepsy but i couldn't tell anyone because my mother had told me not to tell people because it will be a trouble for my marriage so it was the yeah it was the same idea you know people were telling me also that you know don't tell others that you are suffering from this and you know it is not a good thing nobody will marry you pretty heard the phrase don't tell anyone so often that she believed it too So she kept her diagnosis to herself and her family and carried on working in the corporate world. But there was another voice telling her that she should travel. She was hoping her friends would join her on holiday. Somehow that was not meant to be. Until one of her friends suggested she goes on a solo trip. Before this, the thought of a solo trip had not crossed her mind. And then she thought, why not? She told her parents she was going on holiday with her friends and booked her trip to Dharamshala, a beautiful hilly city in northern India. The nearest airport to Dharamshala is 5 hours away. Priti had planned the trip but not really thought it through. I reached there in the night actually around 12 o'clock or 1 o'clock in the night because Chandigarh airport and from there I had a bus to go to Himachal Pradesh but when I reached there in the night I was damn scared because in the night roaming in the different city you you are actually scared because it's not your city in Mumbai it was a different culture in Chandigarh it was a different culture altogether so but still that time I just gave a call to my sister from the bus stand actually i was at the bus stand around 12:30 or 1 o'clock in the night i just gave her a call saying that you know i'm alone so she she got panicked that how can you go alone like without even telling us then i was like if i would have told you guys then you would have never ever allow me to go alone so she was like now don't waste time just come back so i was like no i'm not coming back i'm i'll be coming back on the same schedule as per the same schedule so she she is also very supportive she just told me that okay do whatever you want to do but just be safe and that that's the last conversation we had and i took the bus and bus came by 1:30 i i saw many people i saw many foreigners coming from other countries to you know who don't even know the language you know the basic language which is hindi or punjabi any such language but they are alone roaming here in a different country and when i asked one of the foreigners like you know it's been how many months you are roaming here she said it's more than 6 months i'm roaming here in india and i asked her like what's your favorite destinations she said varanasi and i was so shocked to hear that because varanasi is like a typical north area india is divided not only by the states religion castes and languages 
but also by people's perception of each one of these. For most Indians, the perception is that Northern India is unsafe, especially for women. Preeti believed the same, and yet at the moment at midnight alone in a strange city, she found the courage to put aside what she thought she knew and embrace the experience which changed her life forever. People have this mindset, you know, especially girls. And girls also have this mindset because of safety issues. But when my first solo trip, I met so many good people, so many good male from the society. So I had a very different mindset because before meeting these people, you know, I used to be like, okay, all men are dogs, like, you know, they rape people, they molest girls, you know, they don't respect girls. But when I started traveling solo, it changed my mindset, you know, because I met so many good men from my society who were very helpful. and who actually you know genuinely helped me without having any wrong intentions so that changed my whole idea when i came back to, uh, back from himachal to mumbai i told i shared my experience actually because uh, i see so many people sharing so many negative things on social media and it creates a different mindset you know in young mind and in old, old mind also so i wanted to share my beautiful experience and if i can encourage one girl also to go and travel solo that would be a good great thing for me from here preeti continued taking solo trips across india visiting different states while continuing to work in the corporate world she wrote a blog about her travels shared her experience and hoped to change women's perceptions about solo travel in india but only traveling in pockets when work allowed her to do so was not enough for preeti so i started writing there started sharing my experiences and people started following me people started asking me messaging me like you know for suggestions for travel tips and everything so one fine day i decided to you know just quit my job that was the last day i never ever resumed any corporate job after that actually and then again i went for the solo trip and that was for the run of kutch trip actually gujarat and then i came back and suddenly I created a page called Women on Road Trips, and I created a page on 30th March 2016, and I started sharing my travel journey there on Women on Road Trips. And people also from my profile they started motivating me regarding that. And one fine day, you know, I thought, you know, I should create one trip on the page. So other people can also come and join me, and I can also guide them for. you know these trips and that's how womania on road trips was born a platform bringing women from different walks of life together on a trip that they may not have done solo it's been 3 years that i'm doing this work and that's i have met so many women and you know there is no age bar basically i have for womania on road trips if you are even if you are 60 plus 70 plus there is no restrictions of age bar and people of any age can come only the condition is they should be fit and fine that's it and women especially when they take a break you know because we have a very hard life as a women actually because we are just not only working we are working every time actually looking after kids looking after husband even after our office hours also so for us it is very important to take holidays actually and holidays in a sense where you know it is not a fixed schedule that you have to get up you have to do this you have to go there that's it no my trips are not like that my trips are 
totally different where i'm leading all the trips being a founder also i go for all my trips and i personally handle all my trips priti was at an airport in leh a northern city in india on her way back to mumbai when she had a third major seizure and this time she could not ignore it luckily in that trip my sister was also there so she came i because whenever i get attacked i shout a lot actually so that's that's how she heard me and she came back uh, she ran towards the washroom and she found me totally lying on the floor actually out just outside the washroom so lay is a military airport so they shut everything and luckily there was one doctor at the airport actually so she suggested everyone to you know give me a space to breathe because normally people get panic in such situation and they try to you know treat a patient in a wrong way and doctor also told me that you know you really you she should really need an epilepsy specialist so that time i took things seriously because when i visited the doctor doctor told me that you know there are 17 types of epilepsy and you have this juvenile epilepsy which in that case a person gets attack every time but you have to take care of that you know it's not a very a big sort of epilepsy but it is a kind of epilepsy where you have to take medicine every day till you die juvenile epilepsy is the most common generalized epilepsy syndrome that starts in childhood or teen years and the kind where the seizures can be mostly controlled by medication While the confirmation of the diagnosis was unsettling for Preeti, she decided not to dwell on it. She had worked long and hard to build Womania on road trips, and she was not willing to let it go. She sought ways to better manage her epilepsy along with the medication and unknowingly inspired many others, both those who share her condition and those who don't. Your diet is a major thing which you can maintain wherever you go. and your sleeping pattern he says that you know sleeping pattern is such a thing like it can make any healthy person ill actually if you're not having a proper sleep that is the major cause actually food and sleep and that's how I started a new journey like you know i changed everything in me basically my food habits i got into yoga i got into meditation apart from medicines i started with all these things and till date i never ever compromise with my sleeping pattern i tell all my participants that whoever comes for the trip till now it's been a year i didn't get any attack so obviously it's showing a positive result now i'm very confident that i don't need to hide my medical condition now i tell my participants also see i'm an epilepsy patient and you know these are the my medicine if i get attack any time you have to give me this medicine and the best part is they never ever doubt on me you know my capabilities they tell me that you know they take care of me during the trip they ask me to go for sleep they ask me to you know they remind me to take food have lunch they remind me to take medicines on time so it's like you know if i'm i can see the positive positivity from them actually otherwise nobody would you know people who come for the trip or you know people who go for travel they think about their safety but you know they get they also get inspired like you know this girl who is having epilepsy is doing so much is putting so much effort so they are not pulling me back they are pushing me to go ahead to move on with my dreams that first solo trip set in motion a series of events even preeti could not have predicted She found her passion for travel and a way to share it with others. 
She's become an advocate helping destigmatize and change the perception towards epilepsy by sharing her story. She's an inspiration to many who look at her and see what they can be if they allow it. And most importantly, her trips are a platform that brings together women where they can back each other. Right now, people who come for my trip, women who come for my trip, I'm so glad to see those type of women, you know, who are like, they don't only talk about women empowerment. They actually show the real women empowerment by supporting another woman actually. So this is kind of, this is the kind of women empowerment we need in the society. You're just not telling people about feminism or women empowerment. Your action should show the world that, yeah, women empowerment, this is called women empowerment. Coping with epilepsy is different for everyone. Preeti is blessed to have the support of her family, friends, doctors, and the right medication to help her deal with her epilepsy. She knows others are not as fortunate. First, I would tell all the epilepsy uh, you know, patients or people who are chasing their dreams. First of all, start accepting and respecting yourself, your dreams, and then expect from others to, you know, give you that importance. So people who are suffering from epilepsy, they should first come up and talk about it openly. The founder of Power of Positivity, Kristen Butler said, the strongest people I've met have not been given an easier life. They've learned to create strength and happiness from dark places. While many people let their illness define them, Preeti exemplifies controlling her attitude towards her illness and living a life of strength, beauty and purpose. I'm Nanora. And I'm Bettina. Thank you for joining us today and we hope you'll join us again. We can be found at nriwoman.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Just look for NRI Woman. If you or someone you know has a story to share, please get in touch with us at hello at nriwoman.com or tweet us at nri underscore woman. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at NRI Woman Podcast. Please help us share the stories of these amazing women by sharing it with your family and friends. Our featured fellow podcaster this week is Nerdy Bitches Podcast. Two geeky ladies podcasting their way through pop culture. A funny take on the world of geekdom from two lifelong nerdy bitches, Heather and Liz. They talk geek culture, Marvel vs. DC, Harry Potter, Star Wars vs. Star Trek, Doctor Who, Tolkien, nerd crafts, mainstream and not-so-mainstream genres. Their podcast can be found on any of the other podcast listening platforms or wherever you listen to our podcast. Don't forget to follow them on social media. Hey, this is Liz. Hey, this is Heather. And we are Nerdy Bitches Podcast. A show where two geeky ladies podcast their way through pop culture. From movies and TV to our regular book club and everything in between, we bring you our favorite fandoms with a feminine eye. We are talking Star Wars, Star Trek, DC Marvel, comic books, and anime. And don't forget sci-fi, fantasy, action movies, video games, D&D, board games, and so much more. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you find awesome podcasts. You can also find us hanging out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and at nerdybitches.com. See you soon.
This episode was edited by Eric Heidbreder. New episodes for the NRI Women podcast come out every Monday. Make sure you subscribe. Until next time, keep learning, keep inspiring and be kind. Next week on NRI Women. It's a conflict between convenience and effort, right? Mm. So with this consumerism and that whole convenience of I don't care where it's coming from or what it's doing, but right now this is what I need and let that is what has become the predominant factor in decisions. But ultimately it is about our life and it's about what we are using. So I think it is definitely worth to turn a little bit more effort into knowing what you're using, what your family is using mm. and where is it going.